Carbonite Podcast. This is your host, Mark Brunelli, and I'm a senior writer on the corporate marketing team here at Carbonite. We have a special treat for you today. My special guest is Steve Strauss, and Steve is a small business expert and a regular contributor to Carbonite's FightRansomware.com site, where we talk about different ways to mitigate the risk of ransomware. Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. Mark, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to have you here, and we're going to talk today a little bit about tips for reducing risk in your small business or smaller mid-sized business. This is mm-hmm. Yes, this is something that Steve has written extensively about. And uh, Steve, let's start off with a basic definition. In this context, what do we mean when we say risk? Well, let me give you a little story to give a little context to this. Um, so like a lot of small business people, I grew up in a small business household. My dad owned uh, a single carpet store, and he grew it into a chain of big chain of carpet stores in, in Los Angeles and California. And wh- when I was a little boy, I was given the assignment to write a story about what my dad did for a living. Um, and it wasn't like you know, he was a doctor or a lawyer. It wasn't very easy to explain. You know, how do you say, you know, when you're seven, how do you explain the retail carpet store owner? You know? <laughs> so I said, well, Dad, what, what do I say for this report? What should I say you do? And he said, well, Stevie, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. And I had never heard that word, obviously, and it wasn't as uh, it wasn't as prevalent a word back when I grew up as it is today. And I, and I said, "Well, an entrepreneur? What's an entrepreneur?" And he said, "Well, an entrepreneur is a person who's willing to take a risk with money to make money. A person willing to take a risk with money to make money." I always loved that. Obviously, I love it because I, hmm. you know, made my life about helping entrepreneurs. But this idea of risk is inherent in the job description. And when I talk to people about whether they should start their own business, whether they're cut out for entrepreneurship or not, the first question I ask them is, how, what is your degree of risk tolerance? Because the fact of the matter is, if you don't like taking risks, then that's fine, because there's all kinds of people in the world. Uh, you know, there's artists, and there's athletes, and there's employees, and there's entrepreneurs, and you know, there's everything. So if risk isn't in your DNA, then you shouldn't be a small business owner, um, because there is just part of it. Now, there, with that background, mm-hmm. you know there are all kinds of risk that come into the small business entrepreneurial equation. Uh, part of that risk is personal, right? You're putting your reputation on the line, and part of that risk is financial. You're gonna, going to be putting your own money on the line, and likely the money, if you're like a lot of us, of friends and family, you might have to borrow some to get started. Um, you, you may be putting your your credit. Uh, reputation on the line because you're going to take out a loan to, to start your business or grow or run your business. Uh, and there's even legal risks. You know, you might get sued. Someone might get hurt. Now, uh, as my dad said, so risk is part of the game. But what I've also learned along the way is that the best entrepreneurs reduce, reduce that risk to the extent possible. And the final risk is technological now because, you know, these days, you can't just be an entrepreneur. You have to, you have to embrace your inner geek <laughs> and you know, be part entrepreneur and part, part geek if you're going to be successful in business today. So there's lots of different kinds of risks, but the smart person who goes into business will figure out different ways to mitigate those risks to the extent possible. And what are some of the tips that they have for mitigating these risks? I mean, can you think of any examples off the top of your head? Or? Oh, sure. So uh, I'll put my... My lawyer had on, although I don't, I don't practice anymore. I, I feel like uh, I feel like the it, Sonny Corleone. Just when I thought I was out, you you pull me back in. Okay, so I'll play I'll play lawyer for a second. Um, 
you know, you well, what's the purpose of incorporating? Well, when you start a business, you're often given the advice you should incorporate, you know, your business, and that's really smart. And the reason you want to incorporate is for this very thing that you just asked me about, which is reducing the risk. When you start a business as a sole proprietorship or a partnership, just you and someone else, or you just you and you, well, you and the business are one and the same, legally speaking. So that if if something goes wrong, you're on the hook financially for whatever goes wrong. If someone comes into your store and uh, your employee is negligent and drops you know, a roll of carpet, like my dad said, my dad's a carpet store owner, roll, drops a roll of carpet on them, and they sue you, well, they're going to sue you, and you, you know, your money's at risk. If you incorporate, the business is a separate legal entity apart from you, and it's the business that is on the hook financially, not you personally. So one way to reduce your risk is just to incorporate. Uh, similarly, insurance. What's the purpose of insurance? To reduce your risk. Hmm. So there's lots of, you know, I mean, I could, I could go on and on, sure. but there certainly are, you know, lots of ways to be smart about your money and your business and your finances and your law, legal structure such that you're, you know, protecting yourself and your, your assets. That's fascinating. So definitely incorporate so they can't come after your, your, your home and things like that. Um, Absolutely. Can I say one more thing? Sure. This, this is, has nothing to do with ransomware, uh, <laughs> okay? But, but you got me, you know, uh, but I'm a lawyer, so i got to give this piece of advice. Now, just, another way to protect yourself is get everything in writing, okay? I mean, know you've heard this, but look, at people remember things. You, you have a contract with something or a deal with somebody. People remember things differently. People uh, lie. People don't tell, you know, whatever the case is. I just saw this movie that's out right now called The Founder about Ray Kroc, who started McDonald's. Oh, I'm dying to see that. And the, oh, it's a great movie. And if anyone's out there who loves business, you know, really fascinating. But one of the things that, that relates to what I just said is that at the very end, when Ray Kroc was buying out the McDonald's brothers, uh, they were each getting a, you know, a million bucks for their trouble, which is, okay, not insignificant. Um, and then he had a side deal where they were going to get a royalty. And he said to them, well, I can't put it in writing because I can't get the financing if it's in writing. But trust me, you'll get a 1% royalty for the rest of your life. And he said, uh, okay. Uh-huh. You know, within, within a year, he breached on the royalty deal. It wasn't in writing. And they never got those hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh-huh. So, okay, put it in writing. Yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> re- yeah. You need more than a handshake these days. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, we talked about the, the technical risk a little bit, and um, one of the things that we, let, we you mentioned ransomware, these, these computer viruses that are spread by cyber criminals to encrypt your digital files or your business files yeah. and hold them hostage until you pay a ransom to get them back. What are you hearing about the ransomware threat these days? Are there any statistics that jump out at you? Uh, yeah, the, the statistics are kind of uh, amazing. I mean, on, our, on the website that we work with, Fight Ransomware, uh, one of the statistics that's on the homepage that's just alarming is that globally, uh, ransomware has cost the economy almost $500 billion last year. Um, ransomware attacks are up 300% in, in the last year. Um, I saw one statistic that since the beginning of 2016, uh, this is from Kapersky Labs, it's estimated that there was a 500% increase overall in the frequency of attack. So, you know, it's hard to, is it 300%, is it 500%, whatever, you know, the number is, it's a, a bit, it's yeah, almost it's too big lot. to think, you know, to comprehend. There's just uh, an amazing number of um, people and software programs aimed at trying to separate you from your money. One of the things I think that's so clever 
about ransomware as a piece of malware is that the cyber criminals have figured out that they're not going to get paid if they ask for ten thousand dollars. It's not, it's, you know, whatever, you know, whatever insert the blank big number you want to put in there is. By asking for something like $500, I think I saw that the latest, although one of the trends I'm seeing is that the number is going up. I think the latest number was an average of $679. But it's a number that's kind of doable for someone, right? If I have my computer locked down and they want $679, okay, that at the pinch, you know, more, more than a pinch, um, but I'll probably pay it rather than do anything else. That's kind of the analysis that goes into this, um, unfortunately. So, and they're now targeting people in all sorts of different ways, stealing credit card information, stealing, you know, bank login information. So it's a lot more than just $679 in the end. I've read stories where people have paid and not really gotten the decryption key to get their files back because they are criminals after all. Oh, yeah, so that's a good point, right? You know, you're asking someone that who's, you know, holding you hostage to yeah. please, you know, <laughs> give me the key and... You're totally right. They may and they may not. I don't know. Do you know how often people don't get it? That's, I guess it would be very hard to figure out it's that number. Hand, it's, there's been a handful of stories out there about people. Uh -huh. But it's definitely, it's definitely a danger for sure. What I was thinking about was, uh, you know, ways that companies can mitigate the risk of ransomware in their business. And I know we've, you and I have written before in the past about education, and education is key. Do you have any tips along those lines for businesses? Yeah. Um, Along the education lines or more generally with regard to how you're going to well, protect let's, yourself? Well, let's start with education. I mean, what, what, what should we be teaching our employees? Well, I think it's important to start initially just coming up with uh, – I'm not a big guy on policies and procedures, although any business has to have policies and procedures. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to figure out what is what constitutes safe computing, you know, and how and help people recognize. We have a great article on fight ransomware about how to – recognize a phishing scam mm -hmm. and because most even still today most uh ransomware attacks come from um, uh emails and bad email attachments although it's not just email attachments and i think we've all learned mm -hmm. you know don't open that weird attachment uh now it's it's and, and maybe you can tell me you because know, you have more of a technological background than i do but you know there's even there's just bad links right, right you can right. click on a bad link isn't that how it works Correct, yeah. I mean, these emails, phishing email is basically a scam. It could, it could look like it comes from your bank. It could look like it comes from a friend of yours. It could come in a lot of ways. These scammers come up with a lot of creative ways to trick you. So you have to be very skeptical about email. Uh, if there's any attachments and you didn't expect it or didn't ask for it, don't open it. And if there's a link in there, don't click on it because it could lead to a malicious website that downloads ransomware right onto your computer, and then you won't be able to get anything done. So I want people, that's an amazing thing you just said. I want people to really hear that, that it's not just opening a, a, a bad attachment, but if you click on an unsuspecting link, you can end up on a website that automatically infects your computer just by clicking the link. That's amazing. And one thing I think people need to also be aware of is that now with the advent of social media, there's so much information about us out there publicly that these, these emails are looking more and more real right there's touch points within an email that makes you want to trust the email so even though i may never have got got an email from this person before if it says hey steve i hear you know we are both ucla bruins and you know just like you i love springsteen and our friend bill told me i should write you about blah 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 i would think okay this guy knows me mm -hmm. right oh i did go to ucla and i do love bruce right. you know but he could have just found that by going to my facebook page <laughs> 
So, so, uh, so you got to be real, real careful. And so that's why what I'm saying is, you know, what you just said, what I'm saying is the first thing you want to do is teach your staff about what is a phishing email look like, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, phishing. Um, and then what is, what are your rules within your office for how you're going to deal with suspe- suspicious email? And when do you, down, when do you update software? Uh, when can you go to personal, you know, so, you know, websites, things like that. You got just come up with some rules that are going to make sense and work that aren't draconian, but are smart. And when all else fails, you got to back up, right? <laughs> and, and that's the other thing about protecting yourself. You have to have a backup that's backing you up all day, you know, at, you know, at least once a day, right. um, because you never know when this might happen to you. And and with you know a five hundred percent increase in billions of dollars, I mean, clearly there are cyber criminals trying to attack you right now you know not you me all of us and so if you don't have a backup uh you're just putting your whole whole business at risk i've heard statistics that you know some businesses at 25 percent 30 percent you know who get hacked in this way uh not not necessarily ransomware but who have a bad email hack attack may never open again you know if you have all your client um credit cards stolen or you have your client account list deleted things like that that can be devastating for lots of small businesses so you really have to take this seriously steve before we wrap up i was just wondering if you had any thoughts for uh, what small businesses can do to mitigate risk in their organization yeah well okay so i'll say two more things one is i, m- I mentioned in passing previously uh insurance uh insurance is great for all reasons all sorts of reasons but there's also you know these days uh insurance with regard to getting hacked uh, I, I don't know the name of it uh, offhand, but you go to your broker and you can get technology, internet hacking insurance. Now that's, I, I'm sure it's affordable, but boy, if you have, it's like all insurance. Uh, you may not like paying the premium, except that that time that you need it, you'll be really happy you have it. Secondly, I'll say two, two more things. Second, make sure to bring in experts as you need them. You know, if, if you do get attacked by ransomware, Call an IT security expert. You know, don't deal with it on your own. I think that's a really smart way of reducing the risk at that point. And then finally, generally with regard to, to business, I, you know, I respect my old profession. I don't miss it. But there are times when you need a lawyer. Just like I said, put it in writing. You know, you, you know, don't do everything yourself. I think that's more generally what I'm trying to say is, you know, if you need a lawyer, hire a lawyer. You need an IT expert, hire an IT expert. You need an accountant, go get yourself a CPA. Small businesses make the biggest mistakes when they try and do everything themselves. And we do that because we're egomaniacs and control freaks. But, but, but also because, you know, we have to you know, we try and cut corners and save some money. But there really are times when uh, it doesn't cost, but it pays to get the help you need. So, you know, get your online backup with Carbonite. Get your security software installed. Hire a lawyer to put your stuff in writing. Just... All those things are going to make you a smart business person and allow you to be around for the long haul and not out of business next year because you got hacked or sued or something like that. That's great, Steve, and I think that's a great note to end on. Thank you so much for joining me today, Steve. Love the podcast. Love being on it. Keep up the great work, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. And for all you listeners out there, be sure to keep up with Steve's writings on fightransomware.com. You can also find his stuff on mrallbiz.com. That's M-R-A-L-L-B-I-Z dot com. And be sure to tune into Carbonite.com for more Carbonite podcasts. We'll talk to you next time.